I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Dr. Don Waldrop. He is a technical service veterinarian for Zoetis. Don, always great to see you. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about real virus today. This is a virus that just keeps changing. What's going on in the field? What are you seeing? Well, change is the right word. Uh, it's kind of interesting over my career. First 30 years, the virus never changed. In the last 10 years, it seems like it's changing every five years and now more recently every two to three years. So the with the virus changing, the protection is uh, weakening in, in uh, brawlers where it's a problem. So what's the outcome for a poultry industry when this virus changes behind the scenes? What do they typically see? Well, what happens generally is the breeder flock becomes infected and that they shed the virus into the brawler, the brawlers. So for a period of about six to eight weeks. During that time, uh, those birds are affected in growth rate, in growth rate and feed conversion, and maybe in mortality, in susceptibility to other, other diseases. So you, you lose in livability, you lose in pounds, pounds killed, and so it, it's a real cost factor for the broader company. Now, but what you describe, reduced performance, growth rate, feed conversion, that could be almost anything. How do you know it's real virus? What we typically try to do is isolate the virus out of the, out of the chicks. So uh, one of the keys is to, uh, to uh, go early, to go early to look for the virus because it's only there for a period of time, does its damage, and then it's gone. So if you look at look at broilers in later ages, then uh, you don't find the virus. So generally we try to focus in on two to three week old chicks and try to find the virus then, how the virus isolated, how the virus identified. And that's the real key, is to identify what strain you have in the field. And how many strains out are out there typically? Well, I don't know that we know the answer to that. There, there are a lot. And what we've seen in the last two to five years is that about every two years, those strains seem to mutate again, which is uh, not characteristic of the virus. But with that happening, with that happening, what you need to do is to be sure you're doing the homework, understand whether or not you have the right virus in your vaccine. Now, I know with things like infectious bronchitis, that also varies quite a bit, but often it's by region. Do you see regional differences with real virus? Yes, I think more than regional, you see almost uh, particular company viruses. Virus, virus may be specific for a, for a complex, let's say in Louisiana, and uh, the same company in Delmarva would have a different virus. So what's the solution to that in terms of vaccination if there are all these different viruses out there? Yeah. What you have to do is isolate the virus. You gotta get your hands on the virus, isolate the virus, and then make an autogenous vaccine against that virus. What's the role of commercial vaccines for real virus? Well, commercial vaccines are related, right? They're related, but they're not directly related. So their protection is only partial. So, so if you're having a significant problem in performance with your particular virus, you'd have to get that isolated and make an autogenous vaccine. What about cross-protection? Do you see that among the different vaccines? Yes, and uh, because, because the killed vaccines for various companies uh, are, different, are different in uh, stimulating immunity, then, then uh, you can look at your virus, right? You can look at your virus your company's virus and, and see how much they're related 
and uh, sometimes the 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 uh, particular vaccine is better against it than others. Now, real virus is also associated with lameness. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, lameness and uh, rio respiratory enteric organism. Mm -hmm. So it affects both the respiratory system and legs and and the gut system. So that's where you get loss of performance. If it uh, if it's a leg affecting organism, then uh, the birds are lame. They can't compete for feed and water, and there goes your performance. Are any types of production systems more vulnerable to real virus than others? Uh, I wouldn't say so. I think, you know, I think it finds a way. It's a it's a virus that survives. It's very persistent in the in the grow out facilities, and so it finds a way to make its way. But but I found it interesting you were saying earlier like the first 30 40 years that you can remember it was a pretty stable virus 10 years ago yeah it, it started yeah. going up and down on us um what would you attribute that to i don't know i don't have any idea i thought you had all the answers <laughs> i did too but i don't okay <laughs> when a bird gets real virus does it open up the door for any other secondary infections yes it's a it's an immunosuppressive virus so it, is a, it does uh, make the birds more susceptible to respiratory disease and to, uh, to enteric disease. So yes, it does. It does open the door. I imagine diagnostics are really important to keeping this, this virus in check. Uh, are there new technologies or new diagnostic procedures that are coming along that will allow the industry to get a better handle on this disease? Well, not really, not really. I mean, uh, not, the, not to my knowledge. Uh, we do the same things we've been doing over the years, and uh, they're adequate, they're adequate to find it. The, the problem is the, is the mutation of the virus and the changing in the virus. What we do, what we do is still quite effective as far as diagnostics, but, but it keeps changing. So you have to do the due diligence, as I say.